This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Okay, Top Tribe, this week's winner is Charlie Daggs, okay? He was a middle manager at a manufacturing company. He wants to break free, and he won the $100 I give out every Monday. For your chance to win, simply subscribe to the podcast on iTunes right now, and then text the word Nathan to 33444 to prove that you did it. Top Tribe, you know I don't have a lot of time to waste. That's why I use FreshBooks to send out invoices and make sure I'm collecting my money. To get your free month, go to nathanlatka.com forward slash FreshBooks and enter the top in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Nathan Latka here. This is episode 566. You're going to love it, guys. But coming up tomorrow morning, you'll hear from, hear from Casey Cannon of Envoy America, which did 160 grand in 2016 revenue, helping senior citizens get around. There's a lot of very weird similarities to Uber, but who knows if Casey can execute. Nathan Aladka here. Good morning, guys. Uh, our guest this morning is Lisa Tamayo. She is the CEO of Scholar, an open platform, multifunctional smart collar for pets. She has over 25 years experience in entrepreneurship, financial and strategic planning. She was a co-founder of Green Building Studio, which was acquired by Autodesk in 2008. She's also chairman of SoCo Nexus, an incubator accelerator in Northern California. Lisa, are you ready to take us to the top? Yes. You can tell I'm definitely. not a native. I'm not a native Californian because I said SoCo instead of just saying SoCo altogether, right? Yeah, SoCo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's California. SoCo. Yeah, that's California <laughs> lingo. All right, tell us about Scholar. What's the product doing, and what's your business model? How do you generate revenue? Uh, Scholar is a smart collar that is an open platform. It's modular, which means it's expandable, and it can grow and change along with the needs of the pet. And there are several differentiating factors that we put into Scholar. Um, one is that we put a swappable, rechargeable battery so that the pet owner would always have um, a battery ready and waiting. And we have a little charging base that goes along with the collar. So there's two batteries. So you just pop one out, pop the fresh one in. Another one is that it has a tappable display screen so that the information that the pet parent needs is on the pet. So any notifications about feeding or um, last flea and tick, when the last medication was uh, administered, also where the pet is, let's say if the pet gets lost, um, the information um, about how to help the pet get home shows up on the collar. Um, also, it, this particular collar, the Scholar Mini, our first product, is uh, designed exclusively for the underserved cat and small dog market. Um, so, and, and then the, we're just coming out of stealth with our beta prototype and we're here at CES with it. Oh, congratulations. So, That's exciting. Thank you. Yeah. It's almost two years of work. So we're very excited about it. Um, and so we're in pre-order. In fact, we're getting ready to launch our Kickstarter campaign on January 24th, uh, to, um, invite people to support us so that we can, um, get these betas in people's hands and then, uh, get that final production collar made. And you've, I mean, do people describe this, you know, when I was doing my research, I couldn't help but think this kind of feels like Fitbit for, for animals. Do you ever get that comparison? Sure. Sure. Yeah. And, and in fact, I I have a Fitbit that I wear the charge to, 
um, and it has a tappable screen on it. Um, and it's and it's uh, got the rubberized band. Yep. And um, yeah, there's definitely that comparison. In fact, Nathan, uh, the Fitbit engineering team, Spanner, uh, is partnered with us on this particular product, the Scholar Mini. So that does we not there. surprise me because it looks very beautiful. I mean, it's beautiful. <laughs> oh, thank you. So what does it run? What's it cost? Uh, in pre-order, it's 99 and we're thinking retail is about 149. Okay, and when did you start accepting pre-orders? Uh, we just started accepting pre-orders mid-October. Okay, mid-October. So what is that? About three, four months mm -hmm. ago. And so, how are you doing? Where mm -hmm. are you at? How many? How many folks have pre-ordered so far? Um, not very many. That's okay. Uh, just maybe yeah, ten or so. Okay. Um, but what we've done is we literally came out of full stealth mode. And now we're building our following and letting people know that we are here and um, that we have this amazing product. So we that takes a little while to build yep. that following. And you recently, I mean, one of the reasons I want to reach out to you is you have an amazing product from the looks of it. But do, I think you also recently raised capital. Is that accurate? No, we yeah. just got uh, we we actually were, I negotiated pretty hard with the bank to get a line of credit with them. Um, but a lot of it, we, we have a family and friends around that we've already done. And then um, my partner, John, and I have self-funded part of it with, um, you know, as, I, as you said earlier, we sold our first company. Yep. So we've been able to get this company off the ground. And hardware is different than software. Yep. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's more expensive. You, you can't, you know, uh, test and, and build and test and build with software the same way that you do with hardware. It's just more expensive. So you have to be much more careful with it. My listeners are going, Nathan, we also, I want to negotiate a line of credit for my new business. Ask her how she did that. So we'll come to that in a second, Lisa. But first okay. you mentioned you and your, you said your husband, right? Were you guys the sole founders yes. of that first company you sold in 08? That's right. Yeah. We were two of five partners that started green building studio in 2000, uh, actually 1998. Um, and we had the company for about 10 years and then sold it to Autodesk. What, we were they to, buying we, a technical asset there? Uh, they bought all of the assets. The, yes, the, the, the programming language, the software, because it was the, one of the first software as a service models for the architecture and engineering. Oh, oh, gosh. So I'm sure they're looking at that going, oh, my gosh, we could learn from this in terms of how to go SaaS. And the, yeah, exactly. And then we were um, uh, part, market partners with them for a long time. And then... We started, uh, as we started to grow, we had a lot of people shopping us and, and they ended up being the one that uh, took the whole thing. What'd they buy it for? Uh, <laughs> Come on, Lisa. <laughs> m m more, give us a range if you, can't, if you can't be specific. Like what's in the millions. It, it, was, it was in the millions. Okay. Yeah. Uh, in the, in the low call, millions, yeah. call it below 40 I, million though. Uh, I, I can't really say. Nathan. <laughs> Maybe I'm close. Lisa, I'm making her nervous. We'll move on. But she sold it for somewhere in the millions, right? So there's five partners. Oh, wait. So Lisa, you said, um, I'm asking that because I want to just kind of get a sense of how much you and John maybe had behind your backs to put into this new business. So including the friends and family around you did and the capital you and John have put in, but excluding the credit line, how much money has gone into the company so far? Uh, almost 600 Okay. So, I mean, it's fairly, ex I mean, yeah. and what's the most expensive part? I mean, where does most of that money go? You know, and this helps our audience understand if you're building a physical product where they could expect to spend a lot of money. You know, honestly, it's been the engineering and the industrial design, the app development, the firmware development. Um, that is where the lion's share of it went. And one of the things that we've discovered in hardware is that there's, 
not a lot of people that know how to do this kind of work. And many of those people are gainfully employed, making a lot of money. Yep. And so finding someone who wants to be in a startup, first of all, um, is quite challenging. I think before we landed on our vice president, Herman Elliott, who is a godsend, um, we had eight other electrical engineers that we worked with separately who just couldn't cut it or didn't understand it or didn't couldn't give us the time or weren't a good cultural fit. So it took us a while to find the right team to, that could do the work together. And, um, you know, like landing finally with Spanner, um, we've only been with them about less than six months, but it took us a while to get each of these players. Spanner's like an outsourced development team. They're the ones that created the Fitbit, the engineering firm. Got and it. So, you know, like now we have our manufacturing partners. We have a really amazing um, um, industrial design branding shop, Enlisted Design. This is um, like Brinton, Enlisted, On Prairie, Zentive, Orca. Exactly. These are all the partners. Yeah. So it takes a while to build all that. And so, but most of the funding has gone towards that, that trial and error piece of building the technology. Oh, that firmware didn't work. Oh, that design didn't work. Oh, okay. Let's build another model. Let's test it. You know, all of those pieces mm -hmm. that, yeah, that's, that's the bulk of it for hardware. And what is the, uh, what's the current team size? There are four executives, two interns, and then all of the de development partners so all told, there's well over 40 people working on the team right now. Got it. So you have six kind of people on your payroll and then you pay Spanner, mm -hmm. your partners, et cetera. And they have teams of five, six people each working on your, your exactly. product. Correct. Got it. That's mm -hmm. helpful. Okay. Let's take us back to the line of credit story. And this is valuable because there's a lot of listeners right now who are going, man, I would love to do that. So I don't have to give up equity. How'd you negotiate a line of credit? Um, well, there's several factors. One is... There are programs, the SBA, uh, which is the Small Business Association, and then there's uh, there's state lending programs and federal lending programs for small businesses. And we tried to get an SBA loan, but that we didn't qualify yet because we didn't have enough revenue. And so we what went. What revenue with do you have to safe, do to do them? Uh, any revenue, actually. Oh. I mean, not not very much. You just need to show that you have like a regular um, source of revenue coming in. Yeah. And so we ended up with uh, a group here out here in California that's the uh, state lending um, and, and their name is SAFE Bidco, S-A-F-E Bidco. And we started working with them and they are more willing to take a chance on pre-revenue companies. That said, they um, took the chance on us because we have assets because we sold our first company. Did you, so personally have, did you have to personally guarantee that? Yes, one of our yeah. investment properties is um, collateral. Personally guaranteed as collateral for the loan, and then I had to shop it around to different banks, um, and they put us through the ringer, Nathan. And you know, we, it I believe took, it. It took months um, to get them to agree, and so it's basically based on the um, value that they could extract out of the collateral asset that they have a lien on. Yeah. So that. That was how we ended up being able to do it. Hey, so, you know, smart usage of asset leverage, right? That's what we'll call that. What, yeah. what was the total amount of the loan out of the 600? Uh, about 170. Okay, 170. Okay, so not huge, mm -hmm. but still a, a significant not chunk. Okay, but great. each little chunk helped. In the, you know, there was another thing I want to mention, Nathan. We had Working Solutions, which is out here in California, Working Solutions. They gave us an early $50,000 loan. And uh, we, we pay that. On what terms? 
Um, it's it's uh, oh, I want to say like maybe seven percent interest. I the loan uh, payment and premium and interest payment is like a thousand sixty two a month. Okay. They pull it automatically to my account, um, and so they have a small lien as well, but. It's much quicker, much easier term. So if, if your listeners are looking for some quick capital, it's a lot easier to go for something like that. Like and 50K. my good friend, Laurie O'Hara. Is, yeah, 50K, yeah, which can help a lot of businesses really start to get off the ground. Um, and, and it helped us at a critical time. So I want to yeah. make sure I do a shout out who, to them. Who did that? You said that was Safe Bidco? No. Well, Safe Bidco helped us with the line of credit. Um, working Solutions is the small lender. Okay, guys, we'll link to that in the show notes at nathanlatka.com forward slash uh, what episode is this? Let's see forward slash the top. Uh, that'll be the top five, six, six. Okay, forward slash the top five, six, six. Um, okay, good. That's helpful. What about so let's understand Lisa more of the economics on this before we before we get into the wrap up. So you're selling it for 99 bucks. What's it cost you to make? Right now, the bomb is about 45 to 50. Um, depending on the different components. And because we're in beta, it's probably going to change a little bit. Yep. Um, the goal is to get that down even further. Um, at volume, how low do you think? I mean, what are you thinking it costs down to per unit? Like if you ordered About a thousand, 30. You, 10, 000, okay, 30. So that's pretty, mm-hmm. that's pretty healthy. Yeah. I ask these questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I might sound smart asking these. I'm just copying what shark tank folks do, right? <laughs> it makes it easy for me to ask the questions. <laughs> no, I, I'm Nathan. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Good. All right. Good. So, so, so you're kind of, um, and then you said you're going to on your website, obviously they're 99 bucks. So at a cost of 30, 99, obviously have a good margin there. You said, what are you going to wholesale these for? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So we've, Put them at like forty percent of our cost. Got it. Oh, uh, you know it's five thirty in the morning. I don't have that number on the top <laughs> of my head. Let me think. So about forty percent would be uh, um, one twenty five ish. No, we would sell it uh, to them for maybe yeah something. Yeah, probably sorry, about. Sorry, I confused it. Wholesale would be one. And retail would be one ten. No, retail is one forty nine for the cat collar and small dog collar. And then when we move into the medium and large dog collar, that will be one ninety nine. So we would sell them for about one ten to one fifty. Got it. Okay. So, so retails up there around one fifty ish. You'd sell them to the, to call it the Walmart for one ten ish. Uh, probably a little bit less than that, but close. Yeah. Okay. Got it. And cool. that's why we're not going to, to, to retail outlets yet. Yep. We're selling them through the store. We'll sell them through retailers, smaller specialty shops. Um, and then in 2018, we'll open it up to bigger retailers. Okay, Top Tribe, as many of you know, I sold Hayo, and everyone is always asking me what my expenses were when I was building Hayo. Well, a big expense was that I spent over three grand per month on financial services to keep me out of trouble in terms of taxes. You know, my mom would always harbor me, Nathan, you gotta keep all your receipts and put them in a freaking box or something to make sure you don't get an audit or things like this. I'm like, mom, I'm a millennial. You think I'm gonna keep all these receipts? I now use FreshBooks. I use their mobile app to take a picture of receipts and it makes taxes a cinch. Additionally, I don't have to hire a $3,000 per month person to manage all my finances. It's like saving so much money and my mom's happy. Additionally, I don't waste a bunch of time creating invoices. I use their templates and I can avoid using Word templates or Excel files. I just use FreshBooks to quickly send out invoices and it works like a charm. 
To get your free first month, go to nathanlatka.com forward slash FreshBooks and enter the top in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Again, go to nathanlatka.com forward slash FreshBooks and enter the top in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Lisa, that sounds like it makes a whole lot of sense. Let's get into the famous five real quick. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Uh, Actually, it's a book by Oren Claff called Pitch Anything. Pitch Pitch Anything. Very good. Number two, is there a CEO, Lisa, that you're following or studying? Uh, um, um, Ben Thompson. And what's his um, background? It, which, it, um, sorry, what's his name? It's uh, the hard thing about hard things. Oh, Ben um, Horowitz. Yeah, Horowitz, thank you. Yep. Horowitz, yeah. I, I love his, his insights about being a CEO. Number three, is there a favorite online tool you have, like TopTal? Uh, actually, Evernote. That's a good one. <laughs> I use it every day. That's great. Yeah. No, number four, Lisa, yes or no, do you get eight hours of sleep every night? No, heck no. <laughs> and what's Maybe your... Six, yeah. But... And it sounds like yeah, you and John are married, right? Do you guys have kids or no? Yeah, we have two grown kids in college. Yeah. Okay, good. I love. I like asking that. It gives context for new moms and dads thinking about launching companies. Um, so, so last question. Take us back. Uh, you look like you could be 20, but I'm assuming you're a little, maybe just above 20. Take us back to your 20-year-old self. What do you wish that she knew? Yeah. Trust yourself. Stop tribe there. I mean, that's it. Yeah. No, go ahead. At least you want to elaborate a little bit. Uh, you know, you, we all have these gut instincts and then we get turned around by other people who think they know what's right for us. Uh, the best decisions I've made as an adult and as an entrepreneur have been when I just trust my gut. Top five guys. There you have it. Trust your gut from Lisa. Her and her husband, along with other co-founders, sold their firm back in 2008 uh, for something in the millions to Autodesk. They've now launched Scholar. They negotiate a $160,000 line of credit before that, a $50,000 sorry loan as well. $600,000 into the company. They are just launching. They're at CES right now. It's a $99 pet collar. It's called it's a smart collar called Scholar. 10 units sold. Costs them about 30-ish bucks to make. Their team size is about 45. Folk, uh, 40 folks, again, looking to make these bands significantly smarter so that pet owners can feel uh, safer and more confident in how they're treating and handling and working with their pets. Lisa, thank you for taking us to the top. Oh, thank you so much, Nathan. It was a delight. Good luck at CES. Thank you so much. If you enjoyed Lisa today, go back and listen to Mika Sopelt's yesterday with Draft360. He's helping real estate agents quickly film and record 360 virtual tours. They just passed 84 grand in monthly recurring revenue. You won't believe how much he personally sunk into his business. Top Tribe, I love giving away free money. I feel like Oprah giving away cars and I have something special for you today. How many of you have heard our super sharp guests talk about success they've had with Facebook and Google ads? Well, all of you listening right now, yes, if you're listening, you get $100 in free AdWords. Here's how you get it, okay? Again, thanks for listening. Get the free $100 from Google, right, when you sign up with my website host provider, HostGator. Go sign up now to get your free money, HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. Again, that's HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. Okay, Top Tribe, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. And don't forget, before you listen to any other episodes, subscribe on iTunes right now for your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday.